I'm just happy. I mean, why keep it to yourself? If I have something great, we should all share it. Talk to other people. Tell them your big plan. Tell them I'm going to do.、It. Not that I want to do this, but you rephrase it. I am doing this. Malawi, Africa. I was there ten years ago. I spent a month doing voluntary work as an orphanage, and I taught the、um, the kids Chinese. I've never seen so many different kinds of green colors in front of my eyes. I didn't know that they exist. Once blocked, if you have a lock mode, you can't change anything. And every time you just you click on a website, it says the page is blocked. You are free to do what's important. Fuel your dreams, ignite your inspiration. Join us and feel at home here at Fearless Inspiration. No matter how I am, how I look, <laughs> with makeup, without makeup, whether I'm angry or、um, or sad or or happy, they just love me. This is a precious moment. I'm receiving the love, and this love gives me energy, and I get a rebound. I think it's really important to really in- include this topic earlier on in their education, so that they have this concept. That's wrong. I mean, if you ask me, I don't really care about what the other people are doing. I'm so busy with myself, and everybody's busy with themselves. So actually, just go do it. Don't think a lot about it. And today's guest is Jenny Long, superpower entrepreneur mom. Who's inspiring others to escape the rat race while building her own overseas property business? Thanks ever so much for joining us. And where are you calling from? Yeah, I'm calling from Hong Kong.、Uh, yeah, how are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. Thanks. Can you tell me about something? Something that kind of just drips out of you—a passion? Lifting other people's spirit. Every time when I say when I hear someone say, "Ah,、uh, I don't know." What to do about this situation? Or I will try out these kind of new things when my kids grow up. Or like I used to dress up nicely and put on makeup before I have kids, etc., etc. I immediately feel the urge of、um, telling them how they can still be a mom and still can have a career, do your own business, and do things that、um, they really enjoy doing. So、uh, it doesn't need to be the end of the world, like having family and kids. So、uh, whenever I hear something like that, I really I jump to the opportunity and tell them, no, this is not. The best way of thinking. You you got to pursue your own dreams and、um, whilst having children. Brilliant! Oh, that's that's beautiful. Right. To, to, now to get into the the main content of the chat. So now I know that you started with 13 years in events management for corporate execs, politicians, artists, and business owners, providing them with unique and personalized experiences.、Uh, but now you're the founder of Parotia Property Investment, and you're. In investing in the UK property market from overseas, and also you're aiming to be an inspiration to stay-at-home mum and dad. So, yeah, could you tell us a bit more about why you want to inspire, you know, stay-at-home mum and dads to know that they don't have to stay, maybe if they're feeling trapped, that they can move on? Yeah, well, actually, this is something I see every day, and I hear. People talking about it all the time.、Um, maybe mostly for say for moms. Most of them are females, and most of them have given up the career and just to stay home and raise kids. And then、uh, this is like the、um, the role given to a woman. And I used to be、um, very career oriented. That's why I used to be in the event management. I flew around across whole China. I did road shows. I was focusing on VIP handling, so I had to fly to different places to take care of my clients. And I'm actually a family person, so I wanted to have kids. So I had to settle down because、um, having kids, the family doesn't allow me. I mean, I, I don't want to leave my kids all the time. 
I chose to give up my full-time job and stay home with my kids. But at the same time, I actually started other business before I started my property business. And it wasn't quite successful. At the beginning, I was still figuring out a way, but then I didn't give up on the hope that I have to have my own career. I think this is very important. As much as I love my kids, I think it's also important to show them that like a busy person like myself also want to plan for my future and to really pursue my ambition, my dreams. And this is something really important that I really have to hold on to it because my kids, they look at me and will think that, oh, this is what mommy and daddy, what they are doing. And they know that no matter what, they have to really hold on to their dreams and really move forward and um, be ambitious as well. So um, this is something I want to show them as well. And uh, therefore, I always urge other parents, other moms who are also in the same position as me, giving up their job for the kids. But then this doesn't be, have to be the end of their life or their career. They don't need to do like just part-time jobs or do some very low-paid job just because they have to sacrifice for their kids. I don't believe in like sacrificing yourself for your family or something because, I mean, this is not the way I believe it. I think you really have to treat yourself very well. And then once you love, you know, and you learn how to love yourself, you can love other people. So that's why um, it's really important for me to build a career, even though I'm from Hong Kong, I'm staying in Hong Kong. And the thing with having a business is that I don't want to run a business where I have to be there all the time and to be very hands-on and do everything by myself. Not that kind of stuff. I'm more like an entrepreneur. I, I hire um, assistants to help me do things. And property is a very good vehicle, which generates a whole lot of passive income once you done it right and um, you know what you're doing that's why i chose property and i'm really passionate about it and you managed to involve your kids at all in that because if you're wanting to inspire them a little bit do you manage to involve your children yeah i will I, I, and every now and then they will come and say, oh yeah mommy you, you're looking at houses again and the numbers and stuff they, they ask a lot of questions and i just tell them whenever they're interested and to tell them that you have to invest plan wisely how you spend your money and you always leave something in your pocket for investment and that kind of stuff that I learned during my investment journey I teach them as well and I think it's really important to really in include this topic earlier on in their education so that they have this concept of like this entrepreneur business owner kind of concept so I think this is really important I didn't have that when I was young um, my parents are very traditional kind of typical Chinese parents, I don't know whether it's Chinese or in general, and, um, conservative kind of parents they are. And they are, they just, they said things like you have to get good grades, just focus on your study and don't do anything else. Don't have too many hobbies, just focus on learning. But I was never that kind of person. And I think it's right not to be that kind of conservative person. <laughs> no, that's, that's really My parents are going to be very mad at me if they hear that. <laughs> so... Is there anyone in particular or a few people that have been your biggest inspirations then? There are two people who really inspired me throughout my life. Like the first part of it was my father, actually. And he, he had to quit school to work and go to work at a very young age, maybe 10 or 11. But he never gave up on his um, university dream. So he, he actually worked um, since then, since he was uh, 11 and then all the way until 60. But then he did his degree, um, part-time degree, like on a part-time basis, let's say. And then I still remember he learned every weekend, but he tried to spend time with us as well. So he never gave up that dream. And then he graduated from university in, I think it was 2000. 
Right. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. It was like many years after he left school, but he never gave up on that. So uh, he really inspired me. Like he would tell me that it's important to always stay humble and to learn from other people. That we are never perfect, and always think of giving back to the society. And this concept, like he has shaped me into this inspirable person that I can easily get inspired by other people's great work and their effort and how they do things. I can really see the. Good things in other people, and this is something he taught me because we're never perfect. And the other part of me, being like this courageous businesswoman, that part, I actually got the confidence from my host mom when I was in Germany for the very first time. I was seventeen. Your host mom. My host mom in Germany. So uh, I was seventeen. I went on to this change program, and then I chose Germany. I lived with a German family for ten months, and there I spent a lot of time with my host mom at the beginning as well. And she kept telling me something that I was not used to. She told me that like I am a very um incredible woman, and I can achieve great things. I have great potential. I just have to believe in myself and just do the things that I think are right. So uh, to believe in myself, I got the very Chinese kind of background. Thinking that I, I I'm not perfect. I am not good enough. I'm always not good enough. But like she was the one telling me that yes, you are good enough. Just go ahead and do what you like doing, and we always love you. And that was like what she always told me, and she keeps telling me that as well. We're still in touch until now, even though we don't see each other very often. But she does send gifts to me and to my children、uh, whenever it's Christmas time and、uh, or birthday. So she's really, really close to me, and I'm really thankful that I had her as my host mom, and we really got along well with each other. And I think from my father, I got the character, like the kind of thinking, and from her, I got the confidence to move forward and take action. Wow! So it's well worth you going to Germany when you were seventeen. That's brilliant. And also, I saw on your website you are inspired by Confucius. Is there anything you can tell us about that? Yes, this is what my father taught me the whole time. Like you have to, you know, respect other people and be humble, and that's actually part of the、um, Confucius teaching that you always stay humble, you respect others, you respect your parents, what the teacher has to say, and you have to treat other people with good will, good manner, and to be nice to other people. So this is what I got, and this is the influence from Confucius and from my father as well. Is there a particular book from Confucius that you can read, or is it generally something online, or is it? I know I, in some Asian cultures, is more of just part of the way of life. You know, I didn't know much about him. You know, so I would. Have, I know you got a book. I've got, I've got the book, I, which yeah was a coincidence, wasn't it? Yeah, but that took some findings, so it, it wasn't. It is a book like that, probably. I don't know how it's called. It's written old Chinese. It's like the three words book. Is that from him? I can't really recommend any.、Uh, it's just like the part of a cultural thinking. I would say. Yeah, more of a cultural thinking. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to come over to Hong Kong, and then I, I introduce you to my father. He can tell you more about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. I look forward to it. Right. Is there any time when you were challenged or at a low ebb when either Someone else or, or yourself have managed to inspire you on to better things. Yeah, my sounds a bit corny, but、um, let's put it this way: I am actually very true to people. I trust people very much. If I choose to 
trust someone, I do it completely with all my heart. And if I have a fight with someone, I know that someone I really treasure and love who doesn't love me back or like who doesn't treasure the friendship or take me as, as important I take her or him, then I get really upset. Or if I'm like misunderstood, for example, I get really upset and thinking that why did these people misunderstand me? And like I start to doubt myself and question like, did I do something wrong? But then I used to, you know, what you do is that you get depressed for, for a few weeks and just didn't have the motivation do anything and then to wait until time passes and then I get better with time yeah after two weeks or so but now I got my children I know it's really the mom's answer but having children like seeing them that no matter how I am how I look <laughs> with makeup or without makeup whether I'm angry or um, or sad or or happy they just love me and um, they just give me hugs and tell me mommy I love you and just give me hugs or just hold my hands and it doesn't really matter in what state I am even if I'm angry they do that too so you can't be angry with them and then I know that there's something else bigger than the than the problems or the worries that I have I mean this is a precious moment I'm receiving the love and this love gives me energy and I get a rebound once I play with them and talk to them and these are what they really give me the lift and the energy that I need um, whenever I am you know in a very low state you get this all the time as an entrepreneur there are always problems along the way some problems are bigger some are smaller and you always have this feeling that oh, something went wrong again I would deal with this and that but they are always there for me no matter what and I'm just really grateful for having them and my family yeah don't worry I've made notes of today's top 10 hits of inspiration hang on to the end to hear the summary wow that's a really good source of inspiration so for anyone that might have themselves have a bit of low self-belief and forgotten how amazing they are is there anything that you could say to them to help inspire them I think for those people who are feeling like low and down with lack of confidence, I would say like to begin with, that start doing things that you've always wanted to try out, like new things. Of course, I can't tell you like you just go ahead, start a business, do something great. It doesn't work that way because you're not used to doing new things. And that's why you always think that you are not capable of doing great things. But everything starts with a very small step and one step after the other. And I would say if you're like in a low situation mood, something like that, just do the thing that come across to your mind that you wanted to try something new. It could be like learn a new skill, learn speaking a new language or speak to a stranger. I don't know, do whatever course, I don't know, um, hairdresser, or you can try outside in flex and stuff like that, that you never tried before. Something small, you just make the decision and do it. And once you've got used to trying out new things, you won't be that scared anymore. And every time you try some new things, it will be very embarrassing at the beginning. But then afterwards, you think, wow, I never thought of doing that. And I didn't know that it could feel so great. Like your self-esteem immediately get a boost and right. goes up a little. So I think this is very important to just start doing things that cross your mind that you never tried before. Don't think about like what other people think about you. Nobody actually cares. I mean, I used to care a lot like how I look and if I do this or that, what do the other people think about me? And it doesn't look good. Maybe I should not do that. But that's wrong. I mean, if you ask me, I don't really care about what the other people are doing. I'm so busy with myself and everybody's busy with themselves. So actually, just go do it. Don't think a lot about it. So this is my advice. Just try out with something new, like baby step at the beginning. And then you, you will eventually try out bigger things later on. And you will be surprised how much you can accomplish and that you are really free in this world. You can just do anything you want. 
And I like that concept of it's almost like a muscle of trying new things. You know, just try it, build a bit of a yeah. confidence muscle just to be able to try the things that you feel like, like doing. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, this is exactly the thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I also saw on your website that you love baking and you get a lot of joy from giving your baking away. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I love baking. I love baking bread. Um, cake and I really enjoy sharing what I have. I really love sharing and that's why I mean the eating part it doesn't really excite me but like giving away what I have which really sparks joy <laughs> and every time like I get to meet a friend a female friend um, whom I haven't spoken to or met for a long time I will always bring flowers and a small bunch of flowers just to surprise them because I know that they're not expecting any gifts but I always bring something along and then it's just very joyful feeling seeing the smile on other people's face and I always send out little surprises and like by post I write a lot of letters but to different people and at different times maybe one day you would get a postcard or get a letter from me and and, um, yeah from Hong Kong yeah I I really I do that all the time and I love doing that because I know that these little things I do people will be surprised and happy and knowing that someone really thinks of them so uh, yeah Oh, that's beautiful. I read a little bit of a, a book on acts of kindness, but you're, yeah, I'm not exactly putting it into full action, but it sounds like you are really living it. That's very inspiring. I'm just happy. I mean, why keep it to yourself if I have something great? I mean, we should all share it. That's the reason why both of us start a business, because we have new things to share. We have good things to share. And we shouldn't just keep it to ourselves. We have to try to include as many people as possible. And this is not always about money. This is a whole journey. This is an experience and the experience that brings you from this level to another level. Yeah, I am always willing to share. (laughs) So it must be quite challenging to be investing in UK property as your your main property business while in Hong Kong. Mm, Can you tell us a bit more how, how you managed to handle that? Yes, it's very challenging. I wouldn't say more challenging than than you investing in the UK. I think a different kind of challenge. I have to do like more um, due diligence and phone calls with sourcing agents if I'm using them. And my approach is to always have a very close, respectful, friendly, but professional relationship with all my sourcing agents. And this way, like it's not about just one deal. It's a long-term cooperation. We work on different deals together. I want to have a long-term relationship and relationships that I really can rely on. So I tend to, I mean, I always build trust with people first before I enter into any deal. So we really communicate a lot and then uh, WhatsApp emails and I tell them very clearly about my expectations and I don't position myself as like the guy who has money and so everybody has to listen to me. It doesn't work that way. I know some investors from my country, they tend to do that. Like, I have the money, you have to do anything I want and just message a sourcing agent whenever I want to. I don't do that. I'm very structured because I, I respect other people's time and attention. These two things are really, really important. And um, me and I, I suppose to other people as well. So I really structure my email and communication in a very effective way so that they know what I'm looking for. And if they brought me something that's not right, I would tell them why. And now I also do my own diligence have keep a very close but a friendly relationship with my accountant solicitors as well so in this way people don't haven't really not all of them have met me but they know that i'm a genuine person if i say i'm going to revert to you 
by Monday, I will do that. I always keep my promise. So I think this is really important when you're working from a distant relationship. This is really important that you have to um, be reliable and because I'm expecting that from the other party as well. So this is how I work. And of course, my focus won't be finding deals myself. I sort of, well, I do the right move, but I also rely on several sourcing agents as well. But so my main focus right now is more on the raising finance part from Hong Kong. Yeah, thank you for that. So do you have any tips for helping people keep a balance between being really inspired, but also keeping their feet on the ground? Is there any tips you have on that? No, there's no balance. <laughs> I have a different concept. That Have you ever seen a glass wind tunnel? Yeah, a glass wind tunnel. Okay. Yeah, that you can like that simulate flying. You 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 have a suit and you walk inside and you sort of uh, face downwards and then there's like air pressure from below which blows you up. I had opportunity to try that out when I was in Shanghai at the expo and I see the inspiration, the glass wind tunnel. And the height of the tunnel is the range of your inspiration, like very inspired, or I'm just a little bit inspired, or I'm just staying on the ground of flying. I'm not inspired at all. So, and the air pressure below is more like the motivation. And there's a range where you can fly up and down with that glass wind tunnel, Yes. depending on the pressure from below. And the only difference um, between the tunnel and real life is that the ground level will be lifted to the lowest. Every time you fly, the ground level will be lifted to another lowest range of the inspiration level. So if you imagine it that way, so that's the difference. So every time, once you're inspired, you will never come down to the original ground again. Your ground has been lifted. So that's why I'm always, I always learn from other people. I keep myself, I keep my eyes, ears open to try to get more, as much inspiration as I can so that my ground will be lifted and be lifted and lifted. And after a certain period of time, I will be like on a different level. So I can't really compare. I won't stay at where I am anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like that. Yeah. You're forever being elevated, really. <laughs> yeah, and I land on a different ground level. So I think inspired and being grounded, they are not really two opposites. I don't see it that way. You know, that's maybe a better way of looking at it. And now it's time for quick fire inspiration. Right, the quick fire inspiration questions. Can you tell us what one of your most inspiring films is? Um, Dead Poet Society, when I was still at school, I was really inspired by that movie. But afterwards, I can't recall any other film in particular, so Carpe Diem. <laughs> okay. Your most inspiring aspect of nature? That would be the Great War in China. I was stunned when I first visited the Great War. Now that I know much more history behind the Qing Dynasty and the work behind it and the building the Great War, connecting all the fire towers together, I'm always uh, stunned by this beauty. Your most inspiring aspect of design or style? After think of the Notre Dame duo by Le Corbusier in France, the church. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful architecture. Yeah. One of your most inspiring songs? That will be the symphony from the New World, the fourth movement by Dvorak. Okay. And finally, your most inspiring aspect of travel it might be a place or it might be a mode of travel or anything in the travel list Malawi Africa I was there 10 years ago I spent a month doing voluntary work as an orphanage and I taught the um, the kids Chinese and also a little bit of choral singing I remember saying to myself when I arrived in Malawi I said oh I've never seen so many different kinds of green colors in front of my eyes I didn't know that they exist that way so I really want to go back if I have the opportunity to. 
What particular is the nature that inspired you most about Malawi? Or? It was the experience, actually, the interaction with the local people. I'm still in touch with some of them from Malawi. So it's really cool. And the people, the culture, the nature, everything. And Africa is just, if you ask me, my ideal destination for holiday or for retirement. I always think of Africa. <laughs> and so if people want to transfer this bank of inspiration into action, once they've got a higher level of, of inspiration, any tips on transferring inspiration into action? Now, you said take baby steps. That I'm guessing that's to get going. But is there anything else you want to add on actually transferring the being inspired into action? Talk to other people. Tell them your big plan. Tell them, I'm going to do it. Not that I want to do this, but you rephrase it. I am doing this. Like tell people to hold accountability. I think this is really important. Otherwise, you would just keep everything to yourself, every thought. So to prevent you from being inspired to becoming uninspired or lack of motivation, tell people what you're about to do. Right. Yes. Thank you for all of that. I think my biggest, well, there's a few learnings, but yeah, you've really inspired me with the random acts of kindness and the letters and the... How much is it? It's 99 pence for a little bunch of daffodils in the UK, in in Marks and Spencer. So, you know, how many bunches of daffodils could I give out? (laughs) You can do that every time you meet someone. (laughs) Right. So we're nearly at the end. The closing questions. What is most right in the world? I love this quote from Nelson Mandela, which is, I never lose. I either win or learn. This is my motto as well. I never lose. I either win or learn. That's a good motto to live by. And can you tell us what one of your next books on your reading list is? I've just started Deep Work by Cal Newport. Deep Work. Uh, he talks about um, you really have to dive deep into um, what you're doing. You have to be reconnected to your mind again. And because we've got all these sections from the world. And I think it's really important being an entrepreneur and a mom and you know, I have different roles. Everybody has different roles. And how do you keep a balance? How do you be very productive moving forward? And I was, I mean, somebody recommended this book to me. I, I love it immediately. And I'm blocking out times where I, uh, I really switch off my cell phone. I, I activate my you know, freedom.to app, which blocks everything on my computer besides my pages and my keynotes. And I just write and write and write or um, do some really deep thinking. And this book inspired me already. And this, I just started it, but it's really wonderful. Incredible. This is the next book on my list. <laughs> yeah, sure. And what was the app you mentioned? Freedom.to. It's a very powerful app. Freedom.to. You can download it on your cell phone, on your computer as well. And you can choose what to block. And once blocked, if you have a lock mode, you can't change anything. And every time you just you click on a website, it says the page is blocked. You are free to do what's important. And I love it. I mean, after I download that app, I realize how distracted I am. I keep on like searching this and that. Actually, I don't need to do all of this. I should just really focus on writing or doing some thinking, planning. You know, this requires a very intense thinking. And I can only achieve that if I really block out all the distractions. So this is the app maybe you want to have a look at. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. Well, thank you for all that insight. So if people want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. My website is parotia.co.uk. P-A-R-O-T-I-A. Yeah, .co.uk. And I'm on LinkedIn and on Instagram, Facebook. Is, is Jenny 
And then L-E-U-N-G is a spelling, isn't it? Jenny Long. Yeah. Right. Well, thank you for today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, it's, it's a privilege. Enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, thank you. Jenny is such a bubbly and positive character, sharing happiness and sparking joy. Here are my top 10 hits of inspiration from her today. One, be ambitious. Two, you can still balance having a dream business while bringing up kids. Just learn to be a bit more hands-off with your business. Three, learn to love yourself in order to love others. Four, you can involve your kids in your entrepreneurship to teach them the entrepreneurial concept. Five, stay humble, learn from other people, give back to society. The learnings from Jenny's dad. Six, Jenny trained herself to be an inspirable person, to really see the good in others, their work and their effort. What a great idea. Seven, telling others that they're incredible people, that they can achieve a lot, and to believe in themselves can really help them. Eight, your kids can be such a source of constant love through your own ups and downs. Nine, if you're feeling low on self-esteem, just take a baby step towards something new that you always wanted to do. And it's like a muscle. Once you get used to trying more new things, you're not as scared to try even more new things. 10. Don't worry too much about what other people are thinking of you. 11. Why not send surprising little gifts or letters to people to cheer someone up? Do random acts of kindness. 12. In building working relationships, it's good to respect other people and their time and to set expectations and keep your promises. 13. Remember Jenny's inspiration wind tunnel where your normal ground zero can raise to a new level as you get more inspired from other people. 14. Get inspired by Africa, the nature and the culture. 15. To take your inspiration to action, talk to other people about what you're planning to do. But do it in the phrase, I am going to do this. This helps with accountability. 16. Remember Nelson Mandela's quote, I never lose, I either win or I learn. And finally, 17. Block out time and turn off notifications for deep thinking and writing, for deep connection to what you're really doing. Thanks, guys, for joining us today. Watch out for news on our new group. Thank you, everyone, for listening today. Your kind attention is really appreciated and valued. If you feel some inspiration from today's episode, please share it. And please leave us a review on iTunes. And if you wish, leave us some comments. In your comments, please let us know any inspirational subjects you'd like us to cover. As I aim to build a bank of both inspiration and stories of events that inspired close connection between groups of people. If you have something to share in this space, send me an email at inspiringteamhuman at gmail.com. Watch out for the next two episodes where we'll be speaking to Andy Rail. Who gives the full monty in marketing and design with his company Codebreak? He's also a best-selling Amazon author with his book Stay Hungry. And he's a loving family guy with two gigantic cats. And a double-header episode with inspiring couple Jonathan Mozenta and Rachel Fusting, who are helping people be one with their soul as change agents. Also, relationship alchemists helping people call in deeper love for themselves, their connections and the world. Thanks again. Look forward to seeing you next week for another boost of inspiration. Thanks to Ben Sound for the music.